0: I want us just to stay aware of the Holy Spirit. He's working. Not done. Are you there? I want uh, to ask just for the next couple of minutes not to move. I want just people to be know the church is overflowing. I can see, I just want you to sit still. This Pentecost is not a normal Pentecost. God has got very specific things on his agenda. This Pentecost. And as you look to this Pentecost, this, this is the Feast of Pentecost. In other words, it's a celebration of the Holy Spirit. And the Bible makes it clear in Acts chapter number 2, Jesus told His disciples, He said this. He said, stay in Jerusalem until you are endued of power from on high. This He says in Luke 24:49, Acts 1:8, Tarry in Jerusalem. And the Bible says in Acts chapter number two, very carefully and everybody just stay in the spirit. You are in the spirit right now. In Acts chapter number two, the Bible says they were in one accord in one place and suddenly a sound as if a rushing wind came upon into the building or into the place of gathering. A sound as of a rushing wind and suddenly, please note the word, suddenly, tongues of fire divided on each of them. I want you to see this. Tongues of fire divided on each of them. This tells us a principle. A very powerful principle. You cannot carry somebody else's fire. You receive your own through the Holy Spirit. But when you place the wind and fire together, when you take a wind, when you take the fire and you put it into the brush, and you put wind against it it is meant to spread in other words when God filled us with his Holy Spirit it was for the reason so that we could fill the earth with a brand new order and it's the order of the Spirit come on are you there God wanted to repopulate the earth and he still does with sons and daughters that are filled with the Spirit of the Lord that belongs to a kingdom that is not from this world but has influence in this world for you are called pilgrims and foreigners and aliens you are not even of this place you are born into this world but not of this world amen and I want you to understand this word pente is the number the alphanumerical number 50 and I I want to make this quick because there's principles I want you to catch this morning. This word 50 is the, the alphanumerical number, uh, or the word Pentecost is the alphanumerical number of 50. And this is important for us because from the time of Passover to Pentecost was 50 days. And you must ask the question this morning, what happened at Passover? Because you can't go to Penti unless you were at Passover. Passover is first, then comes Pentecost. So at Passover, the Lamb's body was broken for us. At Passover, the blood was shed for us. In other words, the blood and the body of Jesus Christ was broken. And it's on the acceptance of the blood and the body that was broken, that you and I are cleansed and purified before the Father. We that are the unrighteous becomes the righteousness of God. We that were slaves become sons and daughters again. All because of the broken body of the Son of God. So Jesus in John chapter number 13 introduces us first to the body and to the blood. Before he introduces us to the person of the Holy Spirit. And the reason why this is important for us to understand is that you cannot receive his power unless you have received his cleansing first. You have to be holy vessels, set aside, purged, a holy temple, a royal priesthood, your Bible says. We are a peculiar people. We are, again, in this world, but not of this world. Because we do not belong or submit to the God of this age. We submit to the Spirit of the Lord. Who is the Spirit of the Lord? The Lord is the Spirit, and the Spirit is the Lord, your Bible says. In other words, Jesus is the one that came. He gave us the Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit that introduces us back to the Son. It is the Son that introduces us back to the Father. But this number 50 in your Bible is the Hebrew word Nun. And this word Nun is an important word for us because this word Nun, please listen to me very carefully. I'm going to take you there now. This word Nun, N-U-N, is the symbol of this word Nun is a J with a crown on it. Speaks to you about somebody. In other words, when you look at the number 50, you have to understand the alpha numerical number here and you have to understand the Hebrew word Nun which is a sign of a J with a crown on But this word Nun means faithful reward. In other words, The word Pentecost or the word 50, the number 50, means faithful reward. And you may ask this question this morning, what does the word faithful reward mean? Very simply, James chapter 4, verse number 10 says, He that humbles himself under the mighty hand of God, God will raise up. God is looking for a people that will humble themselves. That's why He chooses the weak vessels. He chooses the base. He chooses the the foolish of this world, because He specializes to give them power. We have this treasure in earthly jars, the Bible says. Come on, are you there? I want you to note, you are not your jar, you are what you contain. You have uh, this this treasure of God, you have in this earthly vessel. I want you to know, again I say, you are not your jar, you are what you contain. How do I know it's a milk carton, there has to be milk in it? How do I know it's a diesel carton, it has to be diesel in it? How do I know you're a Christian, there has to be the Spirit in you? That's why the Bible says, come on, let's give Jesus some praise. That's why the Bible says, do not be filled with wine which leads to dissipation, but be controlled by the Holy Spirit. Because what fills you controls you. It's interesting that the book of Genesis has got 50 chapters speaks about new beginnings are you there when we look at the word Pentecost and this is very important for you to catch this morning when you look at the word Pentecost it means three things for us the first thing that Pentecost means for us not only was the Son glorified but the Spirit of God was sent because the Spirit of the Lord was sent we can do greater works than what Jesus did are you there come on guys are, are, you, are you with me But it means three things. Three supernatural transactions happens at Pentecost. And that's why it's called Jubilee. Or that's why you can't have Jubilee. The first thing that happens at Pentecost or at Jubilee is supernatural debt cancellation. The Bible says in the book of Deuteronomy chapter number 15, verse number 1 to 3, if you guys can put that up. It says, at the end of every seventh year, cancel all debts. This is the procedure. Everyone who has lent money to a neighbor writes it off. You must not press your neighbor or your brother for payments. All debts are canceled. God says so. I want to say to you this morning, and I'm going to activate you a little bit later, but you have to know that the first thing that God does in the Feast of, of Pentecost, in Jubilee, as God cancels dead. There are people here this morning, you have to receive what I say. You have to cancel people's uh, illegal time in your heart. You have to cancel people's illegal hold upon your mind. The are people here, you're sitting with grudges of things in your life that you have against people. Cancel it and let it go. Because you cannot walk in the Spirit if you carry things in your heart that is not from the spirit it is the spirit that gives life the flesh profits nothing your body cannot help you in eternal life it's the spirit that gives life Jesus says my words are spirit and they are life then he says all those that love me do my commandments." then Jesus says I know who is, of the, who is in love of light and who is in love of darkness. Those whose deeds speak of light. He says, Whoever does deeds of darkness is still in the darkness. Come on, are you guys stay. So, the first thing that Pentecost does is a supernatural debt cancellation. I hope you say amen to that. A supernatural debt cancellation. The second thing that Pentecost does. It is a removal of oppression. It is the removal of the attack. It is the removal of that that stood against you for a season and for a time. So when you look at the word Pentecost, it means to remove the attack, to remove the oppression, and to remove the onslaught. So as we celebrate today, we have to understand that God is celebrating that you are free. He that the Son has set free is free indeed. If you are freed by the Holy Spirit, you are free. Come on, are you there? The third thing the the Feast of Pentecost does for you, it breaks every cycle, it breaks every pattern, it breaks every foothold, and it breaks off every cycle where the enemy has established things in people's lives. So if there was a cycle of attack, or a pattern of attack, or hear me this morning, the Spirit of the Lord breaks the yoke. He destroys it by the anointing. The anointing never discusses the yoke; it breaks the yoke. It snaps it off you. Are you guys there? And I'm, this morning I want to take you into this realm because it's important for you to understand that the Lord has ushered us into a new season. It is a season where you and I have to contend and live in the supernatural. Come on, guys! It is a time, church, that we, and, you, and I—we don't have—we uh, don't have another option. We have to have to live in the supernatural. And so again, this word 50 is so important because it means these three things and I I want you to understand as you sit here this morning, you serve a supernatural God. This God of yours is so supernatural. My God is so supernatural. His birth was supernatural. I don't know why people have trouble with the supernatural. Everything in the Bible is supernatural. You don't open a Red Sea with uh, anything but the supernatural. You don't lead 3.5 million Jews out of a nation without the supernatural. You don't cause 10 commandments to happen or 10 plagues to happen in Egypt without the supernatural. Everything about the birth and resurrection of Christ is supernatural. But I want us to be very clear on this. Jesus died. He went to the cross and he rose again. He is seated at the right hand of the Father right now. He is seated. Why is he seated? He is victorious. A king that sits is in victory. I'm going to say that again. A king that is sitting is in victory. The only time that king stood was at Stephen's death, and that was the declaration of war. But at this Pentecost, this Pentecost is different because God wants to cancel debt, I believe, supernaturally. There should be more faith in the house. God wants to break the cycle. God wants to break the pattern. God wants to break the decrees that was made against His people. God wants to cast down voices, voices of accusation and word of condemnation spoken against His people. This is the time for it. God wants to relieve you from that's why He did it spontaneously. I didn't even uh, go there myself. The Lord went there to take the uh, spirits that were assigned to people. He removed them Himself. Why? Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. There is liberty. Come on, guys. The Lord, the disciples were so trained in the supernatural that, uh, for example, the, 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 let me say it like this. The, the disciples were so, so trained in the supernatural that when Jesus said to, to Simon Peter, Peter, when Peter came to him and said, Lord, uh, we have a problem. We have to pay our tax. Jesus said, go and fish. And what's amazing for me about this is that Peter does not question the Lord's commands. Jesus does not tell Peter to go and fish at the pond of Jerusalem. He goes and tells him to go and fish in the Sea of Galilee. A ridiculous gesture. Yet Peter goes. And what I want you to understand this morning is simply that Peter goes and he casts his net. Or he casts his, his rod or whatever he casts it. He casts it. But what I want you to see and I want you to understand is that the fish is under the Lord's command. Because all of creation is waiting for the revelation of the sons of God. I want to push you into a dimension here. The fish instruction was to carry the two drachma coin. It does not matter where Peter fished. What did matter was for Peter to go and fish. It was the fish's responsibility to find Peter. It was Peter's responsibility to be obedient to the Master. What am I saying to you this morning? Hallelujah. It is your responsibility to cast that net it's his responsibility to make all things work together for your good that loves the lord and are called according to his purpose are you not called are you not saved are you not the children of the most High god come on if we are children then all things shout with me all things works together for my good come on say all things that word, all things, the Greek word, means everything's fine synergy to work for you. The fish shouldn't have an option. I think the fish was concerned. Where will Peter put the fish? Where will he put the net? Where will he put the rod? I have to be there. Because the master said, carry the coin. Listen, sons and daughters of the most High like God. You have to understand who you are. Jesus says it like this. Jesus says, He says, you will never find a bird of the air. He says, you will not, see, 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 this, see these birds? He says, you will not find one bird falling to the ground without your Father knowing. Yet, if we go outside, I promise you, if you go outside right now, you will never find a bird flying saying, God, help me fly. God help me fly you'll never find one bird sitting next to another bird saying to the bird "I, uh, do you know how to fly <laughs> okay where have you read what oh have you yeah YouTube, yeah, YouTube, YouTube said okay <laughs> yet we find Christians that have become so spiritual they've forgotten the basics of the instruction of the master fly you're born to fly let me take you there I want you to understand what I'm saying to you this morning you'll never find Jesus says look at the lilies of the field they are beautiful today, they're gone tomorrow he said Solomon in all his splendor was not arrayed as beautiful as them in other words you'll never find a tulip, you'll never find a rose saying to itself, I hope to God that I'm a rose no, you'll find the rose or the lily will never say to itself I hope that I'm white or I hope that I'm red You'll never find the tulip saying, I I just hope I'm a tulip. No, the DNA of the tulip is in the tulip. The DNA of the rose is in the rose. You just take that seed, you put it in the ground, I promise you a rose will come up. Why? Everything is inside. It's not on top, it's inside. That is why as sons and daughters of God, you are Who he says you are? The divine nature is inside of you. Where does the word of the Lord live? The word of the Lord is inside of you. The Bible says James one twenty. I think it's one twenty one. I think it's one twenty one. Just look for me. It says I've implanted my word in your soul. Listen, children of God. Listen to me, sons and daughters. This morning, you'll never find. You'll never find, I want you to understand this because then you can receive what I'm about to say to you. You'll never find, I have a 17-year-old, a 16-year-old, and I have, or soon 16-year-old, I have a 7-year-old. My 7-year-old never, ever, ever comes into the house or comes down the stairs in the morning like this. Where will I find the Where will I find the parish? I wonder if the porridge will be there. No. It's not their responsibility. Why? Because they didn't choose to be there. They were born into the family. Let me tell, let me help you. Let me help you that you understand this. You are born into God's family. So if I look to my, to my daughter for an example, she never opens up the fridge with faith saying, I pray this faith, I pray this more. No, if there's no milk, we're in trouble. <laughs> Why? There's a demand based on understanding of citizenship and childhood. I'm a child, I'm living here, somebody else has worked, somebody else has paid, I'm a recipient of their goodness. A child is a recipient of the goodness of the parent, right? Come on, are you with me? Right? A child is a recipient of the goodness of the parent. The Bible says, Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life as I dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I promise you, my daughter never kicks a rock. And thinks to herself, oh, my dad just bought me shoes. No, she will kick the rock because she knows if the the shoes are broken, dad will buy again. Why? She's learned she has a source. She has a source. I'm here to tell you, you have a source. His name is Jehovah Jireh. His name is Jehovah Rapha. His name is Adonai, Elohim. Come on. Jehovah Jireh, the provider. Jehovah Rapha, the healer. Adonai, the covenant-keeping God. Yahweh, the one that's always the same. Emmanuel, God with us. Everlasting Father. Prince of Peace. Mighty God. What do you want Him to be? He has a name for you. We want Him to be the breakthrough. He is God, the God of prayers. You need Him, the healer is Jehovah Rapha. Please note of all the names he puts covenant in front of it. He doesn't just say Rafa. he says the covenant of healing. The covenant of finances. The covenant of breakthrough. It's a covenant. That means you didn't cut the covenant of him. He cut it with you. You are not responsible. He is. But what is your responsibility? It's to love Him. It's to worship Him. It's to live a life worthy of His name. That's your responsibility. He's not going to do that for you. Because He doesn't want slaves. He wants sons and daughters. And so why... I'll close with this before I activate you. You know I'm so proud of the, I'm so proud of you Aiden. you caught the Holy Spirit exactly there. Thank you for hearing God. I want us to understand this morning you are citizens of the kingdom of heaven. God did not send Gabriel he could have. God did not send Michael he could have. God sent Jesus. Why? Because God is in love of the world. I want to correct your theology. He's not in love of the church. He's empowered the church to love the world. He loves the world. He called the church. Your name is already established in the heavens. But you can't hate what He loves. You call yourself a Christian. You have to love what He loves. If you love what He loves, you cannot love what He hates. He hates sin. He hates it. Doesn't not like it. He hates it. He hates anything sin. Why? It cost Him His son him Jesus so if his, if his sons and his daughters sin it's not a, 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 a smiley thing for the Lord the Lord doesn't like his children to sin come on church what am I telling you as Christians this morning we have to go to the next dimension but you cannot go there go with me to Ezekiel 36 26. You cannot go there with a hard heart. Your heart must become soft again. I couldn't care how long you've been in church. I've been in church from the day I've been born. I've never made it out. It's a true story. All my, I've been, all my days I've been in church. I tried to escape a couple of times. didn't work. could do nothing without God showing up. Ezekiel 36, 26 says a new heart also I will give you and a new spirit I will put within you. I will take away the stony heart and out of your flesh, I will give you a heart of flesh. God wants to give you a heart of flesh again, but you have to receive life because Jesus Christ gave you life. It is time to receive his life. Jesus said, I give you life and life abundantly. Please note, he didn't, please, I want you to listen to me very carefully. Your assignment is not to go to heaven. Your assignment is to bring heaven here. <laughs> Come on, that's the assignment. It's to bring heaven here. That's the job. But we cannot do it without the Holy Spirit. It is impossible. It's a job that cannot be done with the ambassador. And I want to end with this and I want you to understand this this morning. I believe this morning, I saw it, I saw it on Friday night in Cape Town. It was there on Friday night. Last night I, I saw it in Durban. This morning, three o'clock, really up, flying, just after six, flying into Pretoria. I saw the Lord move. I saw the Lord repositioning sons and daughters. And I'm here to tell you, Pretoria, it's time for us to go to the next dimension. We have to go there. But we cannot go there with old minds. Put up in Romans chapter number 12, verse number 1 and 2. We have to renew our minds. Let me say it like this. The Holy Spirit came to me during this week. It was an evening. I think it was Wednesday night. He said this. He said, Son... I'm not at the tent of meeting. I'm at the pillar moving on. He said, tell my people, many of them are camping where I've moved away from. And then he used the example that comes into my spirit now. Why did God remove Moses from the scene? Because if he did not, they would have camped right there where he died. But the Lord did not take them out of Egypt to get stuck. God wanted them to move on. As you sit here this morning, what the devil wants to do, listen to me, he does it with the most spiritual of people. He wants you to camp at a tent. I'm here to tell you, God has left the tent. And He's moving into the promised land. But you have to move with Him. Now I want to stretch you further. Then I'm going to activate you. If you can get your heart at a place. By His Spirit. Where it's not about the promised land. But where it's about the person and His presence. Then the promised land comes automatically. How do I know? I'll leave you with this thought. How do I know before I activate you? How do I know? How do I know? I'm a dad, more so a husband. I also lead this church. I, whatever I am, I'm, but on the top of the list, I'm a son. Right? Please listen to me. I, I want to help everybody when I show up. You can't segregate me and say, "But he's just a father." No, I'm a father and a leader. You can't just say I'm a leader because I'm a leader and a father. You can't just say I'm a father and all a leader because I'm also a pastor. You can't just say I'm a pastor because I'm also a prophet. So you can't segregate. me. When I arrive, I come with everything I have. Are you with me? Listen to me. I'm giving you a, a very powerful principle that the Lord gave me in prayer. When the king shows up, it comes of everything. It comes of healing. It comes of deliverance, it comes of freedom, it comes of power, it comes of wealth, it comes of health. Everything shows up when the king is present. That is why in an atmosphere like this, anything can happen why the king is here. When the presence of the king is present, anything can happen. The supernatural can suddenly happen. God can sort out things that have taken you years, it can take you seconds. Why? Suddenly the presence of the Almighty moves in, and when God moves into a place, everything shows. But Satan is very clever. The devil is a territorial spirit. He understands that if he can take to the, ter- to the territory of your heart, slowly, and he does it over a period of time, slowly deceives you, slowly he moves of you, slowly, 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 and suddenly you'll find yourself fighting your battles. That's the place called deception and isolation. God does not want you there. That is why the body of Christ, we are powerful together. You need the person right next to you because they carry what you need. The body of Christ, it is not Gebhard, it is not this one, that one. It is the body of Christ that Jesus says, I stay the head of. Amen. We together are powerful because we have a head that's above the water. If the head is above the water, you cannot drown. Let me say that again. If the head is above the water, you cannot drown. Two, this body has a spirit in which makes him Lord. His name is Holy Spirit. He is Lord. And this is how it works. I'll close with this. You may activate you. As long as your life gives honor to Jesus, the Holy Spirit will back you up. But as soon as your eyes move from Jesus, the Holy Spirit cannot help because his job is to bring to remembrance the words of Jesus. I'm not saying he leaves. I'm saying he cannot illuminate. Fix your eyes upon Jesus. Because you are called to that. Come on guys, you with me. The Spirit of the Lord is here this morning. I want to activate you I believe the Lord wants to cancel debts over people's lives as I said in the first service I'll say in the second service I believe that when God wanted to cancel sickness disease slavery over this whole earth because all of us were slaves we were enslaved in Satan's market that's what the Bible says When we were enslaved, God took a seed. He called him Emmanuel. He took his seed and he sowed it to the earth. He sowed it right into the womb of Mary. And his seed started to grow. Nine months later, a Savior got born. 33 years later this seed dies for the sins of the world and through one seed God breaks satanic power over the earth what am I saying I'm saying as you sit here there's two dimensions to you your life is your seed and God wants to move you out of the system this Babylonian system Which are failing, by the way. God wants you to get you out of it. He wants you into His economy. Are you there, church? Yes, Holy Spirit. Your future is inside of you. It's inside of you. Come on, you there. It's inside. But you have to see it to be it. So this morning as you sit here, I'm looking at people that are called. I'm looking at sons and daughters. I'm looking at people that are the head and not the tower. I'm looking at people that can do anything for God. I'm looking at people that can own businesses and multiple businesses. And I'm not saying these things but just for the sake of saying it. But if you can see it, you can access it. I want you to note something about the devil. And this is, this is the place where I want to activate you. Satan does not have the future. Listen to me. The devil doesn't have the future. He's got yesterday and today. He doesn't know what tomorrow will bring. He's not eternal. In other words, what I mean by that, he doesn't have tomorrow. He doesn't have it. He's not there yet because he's not omnipresent. He's not omnipotent. He's not. He's limited. So as time goes, he sees, but he, he's not, he's not there already. But the spirit that's inside of you is already in tomorrow. In actual fact, the spirit that's inside of you was at the end from the beginning. Before the end of the earth was, was ever done, God was already in the beginning. In the beginning, I was already at the end. He was, and he did, and this is where my brains just go like this. He was, and he did all of this at once. Why am I teaching you this? Because, listen to me carefully, what you do in your own life speaks to your future. Are you there? And so this morning, I want us to activate this because as we activate this drum, I want to trust God that the Lord starts to wipe this slate clean. He wants to wipe this, this indebtedness thing, it must break off, off over you. You must not have it in your life. You must get rid of Egypt. Think about the life you can live. Just think about how free you can be. If you have no debt whatsoever, I wonder how you will live. I think you'll live with more joy, more peace, because you're not locked into a system. You're on top of that system. Come on, do, do, do you have faith? Yes. You have faith. Yes. Go with me again to uh, Deuteronomy 15. Can I just use your phone again? I want to read it in the message. And then I want to just pray. This is a powerful principle because I want us to understand it this morning. Jesus says, Deliver us from, from evil, right? The word evil is the word ponderos, it means poverty and pain. God wants to remove you from poverty and pain. Look in the in the message, it's beautiful in the message. And at the end of every seventh year, cancel all debt. This is the procedure. Everyone who has lest, lent money to a neighbor, write it off. You must not press your neighbor or your brother for payment. All debts are cancelled. God says so. And I believe strongly that God wants to cancel dead over people's lives supernaturally. You can go and study it. That is exactly what the poor Pentecost means. It's one of the three meanings, it's more than that. The primary one, God wants to cancel. It's not Al Epsa, Al Standard Bank. It's Al Shaddai, Al El Luhim, the One that is always the same, the One that cannot fail you. Are you ready, Church? So this morning, what I want us to do is I want us to activate the future. Come I on, are you there? And then I'm going to pray. I'm going to ask the Lord as well. I'm going to pray this morning that the Spirit of the Lord comes upon you. The Lord did so much in this meeting this morning. But I want us to grab this, this, this morning. And start to operate according to this. Sword in Cape Town. Sword in Durban. How the Lord activated people into this realm. May you this morning be activated there as well. Father, I pray right now in Jesus' name over every person that is here. I want to thank you, Lord. That right now in this place, in this moment. Jesus. Lord, I believe and I trust you. Lord, that right in this place, that business people will shift into a next dimension. I pray, Lord, that the families will shift into a next dimension. I pray that households will shift into a next dimension. In Jesus' name. Father, thank you where the Spirit of the Lord is. There's freedom and liberty. And Lord, this morning I want to pray, Lord Jesus, over every son and daughter that is here, everybody that watches us. Father, I want to pray over every single person in this morning that they shift dimensions in this day, in Jesus' name. Now, I want you, there you are, I want your legs to work. I want us to stand. And then in this atmosphere, I want us to go and give to the Lord. So I want you to stand. I want us to go and give to the Lord. You can give here in the front, you can give there at the back, you know, where all the stations are. You can give there at the back. Just want us to stand for a moment, because the Lord wants to do transactions of people right now. So, you know, more than more than ready in power, it's given to the Lord. You can give there at the back. You can give there at the back. You can give you in front. I want us just to sow right now, and you know, of course, sow by digital means. Everybody that's online as well. Let's move of God. Let's move of God, church. Let's move in power. There's many people just giving. I just want to honor the Lord. That's why I ask you to stand. As the people are giving, I want you just, there we are. You can just lift your hands to the Lord. I want you to make up your mind from this day that you'll not be a receiver only but that you'll be one that that pays it forward, right? Become a giver not just a receiver bread to the eater, seed to the sower Father, I want to pray right now lift your hands everybody see there's people still giving it's fine We'll wait for you. We'll wait for you. wait for you we will not rush it. I just want you to receive the Holy Spirit. I want to pray for your people everybody want you just lift your hands Lord I want to pray for your people this morning right now in Jesus name Lord as your spirit has been on us Father fill your people across this room pray this prayer with me say Heavenly Father I receive Jesus Christ as my Lord as my Savior I repent of my sins thank you for washing me clean from all my iniquities Father God I receive Jesus Christ as the Lord of my life thank you for writing my name And your book of life Father on the basis of Jesus I receive the Holy Spirit fill me again with fresh wine fill me again with fresh power Father I deny this world I deny this world I turn my back on this world in Jesus name I don't want this world I want your kingdom and this is my prayer in this day let your kingdom come let your will be done as it is in heaven let it be so in my life in Jesus name Amen and Amen come on let's give Jesus a mighty shout a mighty shout this morning in power. Come on. I want to ask you, tonight we're going to baptize people. I want to give you the opportunity to get baptized. It's no good to speak about Pentecost without baptism immediately. You have the opportunity to be baptized. Amen? And. I don't know if there are people here this morning that wants to be baptized. If there are, quickly lift your hands so we can see you. Is there anybody that wants to be baptized there at the back? More people there at the back, there at the back. Okay, there's more. I want you to go at the end of the service there to um, Pastor Serena there at the back. And the pastors are there. You can go and sign up your name. Do not miss tonight. We promise the water is very nicely warm. And uh, it's the best burial and resurrection that you can have this side of life because you lay down your old man, you stand up a new man. Amen. So don't miss baptism tonight. Amen. Then um, as Pastor Stephan comes to the stage, I, I want to pray lastly for you. Yes, Lord. I want to pray for you that this week, Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday night, we gather for prayer. Church, come and pray. Come and pray. It's not the hour to fall back and be lukewarm. Come and pray. Come and tell your neighbor, where were you this week? Yeah. Church is packed on a Sunday. It has to be as PS packed as that on a Tuesday to pray. It's not comfortable to pray. That's why you need it. Amen? Yes, say amen. I want to pray that as I close this morning that this week is a supernatural week for you. It's a new season. It's a new time. We're moving you there. So Father, would you lift your hands. Father, I want to pray for all of your people this morning in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you that this morning, Lord, that they can access a new dimension of your spirit in this day. I bless them, Father. They are the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. May they know that they are the highly favored children of the Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Say with me lastly, Holy Spirit, you are welcome with me. Stay with me. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen.
1: I love you in power. I'll see you tonight. Amen. Can we just lift up the name of Jesus? can remain standing and just uh, just a few things just from my side before we send you out obviously you you heard that, that we are praying and um, how many of you joined us with our prayer throughout the week last week okay those who didn't raise your hands lord we forgive them we set them free um, but I just honestly want to say that that this coming Tuesday please be with us to pray there's something that happens when believers gather to pray. And uh, we would love to see you and your family. We would love to, to, for you to join. And um, it's, it's not just about the prayer of agreement. It's about the prayer of unity. And uh, we will see the Lord move in our time. So obviously you heard 6 p.m. this coming Tuesday. Then also 7, uh, 7 a.m. on Tuesday morning and Friday morning we'll resume our, our Facebook prayer. So uh, those who asked us throughout the week last week, are we not praying? It's because you didn't pray with us the, in the evenings at six. And, uh, but I honestly want to say, this is the best time for us to arise and to pray, as is what Isaiah says. And uh, also there's many other things that's happening from camps. Man, we've got uh, the boys camp and things that's going up, but most importantly, two camps I want to bring under your attention. The first one is the young adult camp that's going to be happening uh, from the f- uh, please help me. 7 to 9 July, I was not lying July uh, more details on that with Wade and Jamie right there at the back with some of our leaders if you are between the ages of 19 and 35 you do not want to miss this camp, it will change your life young adult camps are some of the highlights of what we do every year and uh, you don't want to miss that If you fall in that category, maybe you are married already. And uh, this is just for the married couples. It's not by faith. You need to actually be married because we have got our annual uh, marriage camp that's coming up. Those of you, the Mortas, we'll see you there. It's going to be amazing. But uh, this is something you don't want to miss for every married couple. This is not something to fix your marriage. This is not something where you don't want to go to that because now I've got marital issues. Listen here, you service your car because you want longevity out of your vehicle. You don't have to have marriage problems to go in a marriage camp. It's a marriage enrichment. And if there's, maybe there are some issues, then you are also welcome because the Lord is going to do amazing things over that weekend. More details on that. That's happening from the 4th to the 6th of August. Yes, I've got a memory like an elephant. And, uh, then uh, more details on that. You can also find us there at the back with the, uh, in our connect corner. You don't want to miss that. Registrations are pivotal. There's only limited spaces. As you know, these camps fill up very, very quickly. So please do that. Follow the links on that. And then last thing from my side is that obviously you heard with baptism tonight, it's going to be glorious. Thank you for every person that's going into the watery grave. And then uh, we want to celebrate that tonight. But more than that is we're resuming with the Pentecost services tonight. So you don't want to miss that. Bring your family, bring your friends, bring that neighbor that's you're always just watching them take out the trash, watering the garden and say, Hey, listen here, picking you up for 5 p.m. church tonight. It's going to be glorious as we're going to be lifting up the name of Jesus, trusting that the Holy Spirit will move upon you even greater ways in this evening. It's going to be awesome. As you stand next to somebody, just put your hands upon them with their permission. Husband and wives, this is a great time to hold one another. See certain guys, your smiles are just going bigger and bigger. (laughs) Father, thank you for every person in this church. Thank you, Lord, for Pentecost. Thank you that you sent your Spirit, the Helper, our helper, our comforter, our leader. Thank you, Lord, that your spirit was given without any measure. And I pray, Lord, that for every person in this church and to those who are watching us, to every church that you've entrusted to us, to the body of Christ, thank you, Lord, that you are leading us still. And I wanna pray, Lord, may this week be one of demonstration and one of power. Thank you that we can, res- we can receive your word given with gladness in the name of Jesus. Lord, we honor you. Lord, we want to say simply from the bottom of our hearts, we love you. We love you. We love you. If you agree with that, won't you say amen? Bless you. We'll see you all 5 p.m. tonight. May you have an awesome, awesome afternoon. And uh, hug somebody, take them for coffee. See you later.